Bad at Parties is sponsored by Abbey Art Seattle and the Ballard Homestead, music, arts, and community events for people of all ages and incomes. With reoccurring events including the Moth Story Slam, Cathedrals, and The Round, there's always an event when you're in Seattle. Check out Abbey Art's online calendar for intimate performances by many of the artists featured on Bad at Parties. Learn more about this nonprofit organization and how you can attend, volunteer, and host events at fremontabbey.org. Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to Bad at Parties, one-on-one conversations with artists at the corner of the party. Thanks for listening in, and thanks to Rachel Fenson-Thomas for joining me on the show. Rachel is a visual artist whose art space is in the same building that I practice music in. I'll admit pretty early on in our conversation that I've snuck into her studio and looked around. You've got to check her work out. That is at rachelknutsonthomas.com. And because I know you're going to spell it wrong just like I did, I've linked the website to this episode. Speaking of this episode, this is the first one I've recorded in our new sponsor home at the Ballard Homestead. I'm still working out some of the kinks, so sorry for the extra reverb on this one, but check it out and hear how I solve this problem with future guests by subscribing to the podcast. Okay, here we go. Rachel. He's a musician. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. I figured as much. Yeah, but he's, no. he's on tour right now. I also thought that you did art like full-time. No, I have a secret day job. It's you not a actually a secret. You're a receptionist. Yeah. I gave away your secret. Yeah, that's no secret. I didn't know. Um, yeah, so I work in an architecture firm, um, and it's great. As soon as I pulled up, like I was like, "Ooh, I'm doing like a little research." Yeah, yeah. Like, where, where does Rachel work? <laughs> and it was there, and I was like, "Oh, she probably designs buildings." No. Nope. <laughs> no. That's cool though. It's great, and everyone I work with is amazing. They're all like, "Yeah, we keep bees and like do our own like sausage making and like." You know, like, they're just really interesting mm. people. Here, do you want to scoot in? Yeah. We're, gonna, we're figuring it out still. That's really cool. I feel like there's a big part of, like, working in an environment that is going to be, like, good for you and yeah. feel comfortable and feel like it's, when you look around, you see what, like, the life you want to be living. Yeah. And you see it feels like, whether I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing, are these people also, like, living into their dreams? Are they also pursuing stuff like that? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And I feel like it's also an artistic environment that you're it's in. It's very artistic. Everyone's cool. like watercolor painting and mm. like working on models. So yeah, cool. they're fun. Did you go to that for, did you go to school for that? No, I went for um, painting and printmaking. Mm. Yeah. That's, yes. So that's, that, that's what I do. That's cool. my secret nighttime mm-hmm. activity. Right. Which yeah. I run into you because of, of the, the band practices. Yeah. Cool. Are you do still you, doing them there? Yeah. So I moved, um, I was above the Port and Anchor space and like mm-hmm. the big... Um, which I didn't really like. It had a lot of good light, but it was kind of cold. It's cold. It yeah. had weird tile and floors. Everyone could look at yeah. me. I've I tried to pl- practice music in there sometimes. Uh, sorry, I invaded your space. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awful because I was just like, well, I'm very self-conscious. I have to put yeah. my back to the window. Yeah, I felt weird. Yeah. I felt like everyone was watching Where me. are you now? Um, I'm above Bob's office. Cool. Like on the far end. Um, it's It feels a little haunted. What's the space like? It's like a closet with a window. <laughs> oh, I know what space yeah, you're in. Yeah, it's like, it's next to, there's the big one where they have music practice mm-hmm. next door, and then I'm in the little one next to the stairwell. Cool. Yeah. But I like it a lot, um, yeah. and the walls are crumbling, so I kind of just took a liberty to put a bunch of globe lights and <laughs> just like, into the wall. Well, it's already yeah. getting destroyed. I'm going to finish it, but yeah. like destroyed pretty, <laughs> yeah. like pretty destruction. I am. Um, I light-proofed it the first week I moved in because I've been working on these cyanotypes. 
So I I don't know what that is. So um, they're like an old style of photography, like how they used to make blueprints for architecture before. So Mm -hmm. it's um, like a mixture of chemicals and you paint it on paper or wood or (laughs) like um, like any kind of like natural fiber. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can, it'll come out really bright lime green and then you can put like an object over it so I can put like this mug over it and anything that's exposed to sunlight will turn bright blue and anything that's covered will stay white. Totally. So when, like a sun print. Yeah, when I was working at the, I used to work at a school for kids on yes. the autism spectrum. Yeah. Yes. And um, when I was there, we would do like art projects with the kids like every week and that was one of those like. Did you get like the little pack with the sun prints and you can order? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People Super. know what sun prints are. It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Cool. Would they really do blue, blueprints like that? Yeah. So they used to. I don't know much about it because I'm not an architect. Right. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, to proof, so you need them to dry first. Like if you don't get them in right. the, in the pack. then they'll just keep exposing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought a bunch of like black, thick plastic and just like wrapped the entire studio with it and just took a nail gun and, um, yeah, just went to town. Cool. <laughs> space. So it was just this, like little black cube for a while. Um, it was great. It that's, really worked out. That's really so. fun. Is it totally dark in there? It no. was. Um, and then the leaves started changing and I got kind of sad. So I cut out the window hole and then I just gotcha. took it down. I just made a bunch of negatives and then I squirreled them away. And that's fun. Yeah. That's so that's cool. Um, I love that you have that space. I feel like that has been one of the, the hardest things, whatever project I'm doing, whether it's like um, recording music or if I'm... Uh, like I've done some like woodworking stuff and mm-hmm. I found a spaces for that but like I feel like finding a space and living in Seattle and being like a mu- like an artist is like the hardest part because especially with like what you're doing like if you have a spot where it's out and available and you can just walk into it and begin yeah. yes great but I feel like one of the greatest detriments to like creating for me is putting away my toys like mm-hmm. I, it destroys my ability to create yeah, yeah. we did have like my super giant easel in a corner of our living room for a long time and Mm -hmm. then it was just getting bad like I had like pallets out on our dining room table and then I was rinsing out prints and I was doing them in the bathtub Mm -hmm. (laughs) right because that's the biggest spot that's that's the best spot yeah that's what you do it's perfect and uh so I was rinsing out these prints and I come in and our cat's drinking the cyanide water and I just started (laughs) weeping I was like oh god I killed my cat and I had to like call an old professor I was like oh my god, is my cat gonna die? And she's like, it's fine. I was like, oh no. I was like, I need another Why do you space use, I have, I, I'm, I'm exposing so lots of things I don't yeah, know. Why do you yeah. use cyanide? Um, that's what gives it the blue color. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you mix like uh, two separate chemicals together and one of them is, is cyanide. Um, so I'm not sure, I'm not sure if it's the same as making the poison. I'm not sure how, yeah. how that works. I just know, um, you can rinse it out. I have done prints. Um, Keith and I made a bunch of negatives and then we went to Orcas Island Yeah. and took them down to the beach and found a bunch of materials and did a couple prints and then just rinsed them in the ocean. And I guess that's okay. So Could you, you imagine if you married that. somebody else who wasn't into that? Yeah. Like, how lame would that be? I'm really, really fortunate. Keith yeah. did all of that. That's he's so like, great. great. He's, he's such a good guy. I know. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. But like, I I see that because your stuff will pop up on like social media and things like that. And I'm just like, this is a couple who's just like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to go forage for mushrooms. We're going to go create an art piece in in, in nature. Like that's, that's that the shit that that normal people are doing. That's really cool. I'm really glad. You guys are really cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's very impressive. I got that, that serious like 
like internet jealousy, but it's okay. It's okay. It's part of life. I know. Yeah. So you yeah. guys do that. You you were in your space and you had those big prints and you were you tried to kill your cat on accident. Yeah. But that was okay. I think he's trying to kill himself. Honestly. Right. He ate your he hair just, tight yeah, before you came he, here. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I we didn't really mean to um, end up with a cat because neither. Well, Keith's a cat. He's a cat man. Sure. Like full hardcore. Like, sure. Loves cats. Yep. Like totally in love with neighborhood kitties. Like he went on a run the other night and he was like. Babe, I'm like, you were gone so long. He's like, I know, I just, I found this neighborhood kitty. <laughs> and I just had to, I just had to have him touch me. I just had to This is not what and Keith sounds like, like. This is not his voice. This is, this is how Keith talks when he's talking right. about kitties. He's right. a total cat man. Yeah. Um, but we adopted our cat from an old roommate who went to Africa. Mm. Um, and came back with a kitty from Africa. And it was just... So a lot of kitties in the house, and I was really in love with her old kitty, so I just took him. Right. How, um, how did they get a cat back from Africa? Um, apparently, you can get a nurse to write you a note saying it's a therapy animal. Yes. And you can just take okay. a kitty back from Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's how also you get your cat into your pet-free apartment, and you say, no, no, <laughs> yep. it's a support animal. Yep. Yeah, yep. yes. You can't tell me no, and I don't have to pay a pet deposit. <laughs> no, I didn't know. No, no pet deposit oh, if it's a... Yeah. That's brilliant. It is. It's a lie, um, unless it's true. I and really it could do be, feel like that's true yes. for me. Especially yes. post-election, my kitty is so apolitical. I just look at... Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I just weep. Could I'm you imagine kidding. if you had a political cat? <laughs> God, no love for that cat. You hate your cat. If people out there don't like cats now, give them a political Get cat. Get the fuck out Get of out. my house, cat. <laughs> no cats in that house. Oh, uh-huh. no. That, no. It's so true. No, we... Like, we looked into getting... Um, our cat registered as a support animal. Um, and it's like, like really you just need a, like some professional service provider to like say yes. I mean, I not like, a, like a health provider, not any professional. Prof- any yes. professional. <laughs> any <laughs> professional person. What job do you have? <laughs> Are you getting paid for it? You can pay. I work at McDonald's. That's a profession. That's a profession. You're a professional. <laughs> That's approved. Yes. No, no. Me- any uh, health provider, so mental health or physical health or whatever, um, you can get them to write you basically a doctor's note. And then you can say, here, this proves that I'm allowed to do this. And then uh, your landlord literally is like not allowed to like ask you for rent or ask you to leave because of that. Wow. Yeah. Well, at least in Washington State. It's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it. We've thought about just claiming it because they can't, like, and then if they ask you, like, well, show me the doctor's note. Yeah. Then you have to produce it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel like, I'm not a big liar. I try not <laughs> to be I'm a... I'm a really terrible liar. Yeah. I can't. No. No. I'm Some so people bad. are great at lying. <laughs> this would be a great day and age to be a good liar, I feel like. I feel like I'd have a lot more money. <laughs> um, mostly that. I feel like there's some prime examples of this happening right now. Right now. Yeah. Lots right of people with a lot of money lying. Uh, you're, I mean, talking about that, like, you're in a relationship, and you are 50% of an interracial marriage. <laughs> like, you're at least half of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're the white half. I'm the white half. You're the white half. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I know just from being around you, like, how much this season has affected you, um, in, in the similar way that it has affected people of color, um, and that it has been affecting people of color because... I imagine it's like no longer a, am I a white person? Am I not? It's a, I identify as part of this mm-hmm. greater relationship. I don't get to be, I'm that, or I'm this. It's like, 
this is my family. This yeah. directly affects me. Yeah. 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 It's been awful. <laughs> That's putting it so lightly. Awful. It's been awful. It's been awful. Um, yeah. Uh, the election, not the marriage. No, the marriage has been great. Marriage is great. The marriage is so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, shoot. Yeah, it's been it's been a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially. Yeah, um, you had Marissa on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, two weeks ago Marissa <laughs> yeah. was on. Yeah, yeah, it's been really great. Um, Did you see that her? Um, Oh, safety pin box? That, like, sub- that new subscription thing she's doing? Did you see that it got, like, put up in, like, Seattle Weekly and a bunch of other publications? Yeah. Like, yes. getting attention yes. it deserves. Yeah, she was over at my house last night. Um, it was great. She was really stoked. She's going on a press tour this week. Yeah, I yeah. saw that she was going to New York. Yeah. With yeah. the other gal who's involved in it, yeah. whose name I don't know. But is also cool, yeah. I assume. Yeah. She might be an asshole. I don't know. No, but she's I, think, probably. I think she's cool. <laughs> I've been stalking her on the internet. Cool. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so you're do. good friends with her. Did you, were you guys, have you guys been friends for a long time? Or is no, that... um, I, I was telling her last night, I had a huge crush on her about this time last year. Right. Because uh, she came to Emmanuel, mm-hmm. and I think it was like a post-Thanksgiving breakfast we were doing. Hmm. There was pancakes, John Darmer was making pancakes, and um, yeah, she was there, and uh, Keith and I were there, and we were all talking about things we were thankful for, and she's like, I'm really thankful for my black elders, and this and that, mm-hmm. and it was just great mm-hmm. to hear that in that space. There were some reactions to that naturally in that space, so um, yeah, I I started following her on the internet, which right. I totally confessed to her last time. I'm like, I was stalking you so I was hard talking for you. months. Like, this was an intentional act. I moved. Yeah. Actively and, and aggressively in yeah. the friendship. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I want to be your buddy. You're so great. Yeah. Um, she's great. But no, we've only been friends for um, maybe a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we went on a backpacking trip, um, which was interesting. Hmm. Um, you guys went on a backpacking trip. We went on a backpacking together. trip cool. together. And I don't think I, I laid out that story very well for her. I was like, yeah. You guys backpack a lot. You guys Keith are like, and I do, yeah, a lot. And we decided to take like 12 of our friends to Canada and take them to this secret hut. And since we're recording, I'm not going to say where it is because uh-huh. it's... Will you I, tell me later? I will totally tell you later. Fuck yeah. I asked all of our friends, I was like, you're not hashtagging this shit. I'm like, I'm not going to let the hipsters find out about this. Right. They're going to hoard It'll be here. like that bridge in Washington that used to yeah, be really it, cool. Yeah, it is the same. Yep. Um, but it was rad. And so I was like, yeah, like Marissa and I... Over the summer, like, let's get on an all-church camping trip. So I'm like, yeah, it's this totally chill backpack, whatever. Um, and everybody died, basically. <laughs> Everyone was happy about I it. I could have told you this died. story. They I could died. have told you the story, like, beforehand. Like, yeah. nobody needs to tell me this. Yeah. Okay, so you killed them. You killed your um, friends. How long were, was it? It was maybe, it was like seven miles. Okay. Um, it wasn't... Much elevation gain? Yeah, we just had heavy packs because we were there for like three days, sure. and it rained the whole time, mm-hmm. and there were bears, but we loved it, you mm-hmm. know, like we loved that, but um, I think everyone was happy about it, but there were just, there were some moments that were rough, um, but I think that was a great experience for Marissa and I sure. and our buddyship. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I think like the prime number of people to go hiking with is probably somewhere around like four max. Like, I yeah. really am not a big believer in, like, no. group hikes because eventually I'm going to get an hour into it and be like, either I'm really tired of slow, being slow for you or I'm really tired of, like, 
huffing and puffing to try to keep up with you. Like, yeah. just the chance that four people are going to be pacing the same is low. It's and so the fact low. that you put, like, 12 people together and expect them to, like, like they're going to be all over yeah. the place. Plus, I, I have short little legs. Sure. And I have a tall-ish. He's pretty tall. Yeah. My husband. Um, but I, I trip a lot, especially because I have, like, super tiny little feet, too. Right. So I'm kind of like a pencil shape. It's like all the same taking down to the bottom is the little point of my feet and so I'll be running along in the woods trying to keep up with all the long way people and I'll Mm -hmm. just bite it and yeah so you're a tripper I'm I'm a tripper there's a a trooper there's trippers Uh, (laughs) trippers gotta be troopers otherwise they're not hikers Uh, this is this is an old quote it goes back years Uh, uh, there are uh, rushers Uh, there are laggers are are you a lagger you pointed I'm a I'm a rusher in okay. that, like, I'll get to the point where I'm really tired, and now I'm just going to go faster because I want to, like, I'm like, okay, let's get it over with. Yeah. Like, if I'm having a great time, like, then I can just be fine. But if, like, I'm getting tired, then I just, like, push really hard. Yeah. And so then, like, people are like, oh, we got to stop and see it. No, I don't want to see no. it. No. I don't care. I can glance. I'm a glancer. Maybe that's what I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a glancer. glancer. <laughs> yeah, hardcore glancer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that, though, like... Um, I had this great um, backpacking trip that I did with some friends, and it was my first like backpacking trip that I've done ever. Where did you guys go? Um, we went to Baker Lake. It was just oh, like a yeah. short little day thing. Yeah. Actually, no, I've done backpacking before. I did like a, a week long trip before, but this was the first time like as an adult. Yeah. Um, which I think makes a big difference. It was like friends, let's get together, let's go do this, and then we all went, and like. I don't know, I had, like, a couple ideas that I came up with for songs as I was out there, and I just, like, had time to just, like, hike and think of the melody and just, like, come back with it and, like, turn it into a song. And I think that it's, like, really one of my favorite environments to, like, create, like, mental art in because you've got, like, this nice steady rhythm, especially if you're not a talker. I'm not a talker when it comes to hiking. I'm, like, a thinker. Um, I think it's just such a good place to, like, create. Are you an introvert? Yeah. Oh, oh big do, INFJ. Do have, yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Dude, well, you're on this podcast. <laughs> I, like, it's, it's the consistent place where I'm finding them. Um, I think it's also a cool time to be an INFJ, or maybe people are leaning themselves that way. I think that yeah. the percentaging is increasing in the INFJs. Yeah. I feel like maybe as I've embraced my own INFJ-ness, I'm yeah. just attracting that to myself. Right. I'm manifesting more INFJs in my, in my sphere because right. they're great. Yeah. I think that uh, when, especially if you're, like, actively engaging in some form of art. Yes. And it's a form of art that, like, demands community in some sort of way, um, then it forces you to be an INFJ amongst INFJs, <laughs> which yeah. is a weird concept. And that makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. I was talking with um, our friend Lexi, because she did oh, the podcast yeah. with that one. And she was talking to me, because I always focus on the I and the J. Like, those are the big things mm-hmm. for me. But she was really uh, focusing on the F, the feeling side of those, like, four letters. And um, it's because it's uh, perceiving or feeling. And, like, really talking about the way that um, it's, like, a perceiver is much more around the space of, like, do you kind of just are aware of things? And, like, I'm going to butcher what she said, but, like, the difference between, like, do you uh, analyze things and look at things or are you uh, feeling things? So it's, like, I am... Is it happening and I'm watching it or is it happening to me? And like talking about watching television or, or listening to something isn't a, I'm watching that and that's on the stage. It's a, I am on the stage and it's not a play. It's real life. And I think that that, she was like, that part's a huge part of like the art for me because mm-hmm. I become 
I become the character, I become the thing. And I was like, I never thought about that that way. And I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. It was so yeah. cool. I really like that. I feel like there's so much empathy there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just empathy overload. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the pain. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I did want to talk about, like, you, we kind of, like, left, and I'm fine not talking about <laughs> politics because I feel like all the podcasts in the last time. I've been I'm super sure political. Any, any, yeah, anybody that's been listening has been like, oh, they got to the politics. Click, 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 maybe fast forward. But um, <laughs> you, you were talking about, like, how it's been affecting yeah. you specifically, like, as a, a secondary part in this relationship and... Mm-hmm you know, as an empathetic person in a community, seeing other people experiencing that, um, do you feel like you're seeing that? Um, or I, I, I guess the conversation I've been having a bunch lately with folks is like, how are you responding to that? Or like, what is, how is that taking shape? Yeah. Um, I feel like the last couple of weeks for us have been kind of all over the place. Um, I think once we got the results, um, we had maybe like four people, just like really close trusted friends who just showed up out of nowhere. It sounds um, like you're describing cancer. It, it feels like, like it. It, it felt feel- like someone died. Yeah. I was lying on the floor. Um, Marissa was over, mm-hmm. my best friend Sarah, Keith, um, the night after. Um, I was just physically ill and I was like, it's like we're having a wake. Like they brought soup dumplings. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, what can I bring them? gonna go get some soup dumplings do you want some I was like oh I need that so bad like we couldn't eat we couldn't Mm -hmm. sleep it was it was really traumatic it was like a death yeah Um, it's I was thinking about this because it's today is the one month anniversary of that happening isn't that just crazy (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't no no I think I don't know um it was really funny. I'm not really into my zodiac at all, but sure. I'm a cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, thing you were experiencing when people were telling yes, you coming yes. over. Yes, yes, and I yes. feel like that's weird too. I feel like people are like, "I'm a Sag." I'm like, you can't say you are a cancer. That just sounds awful. Right. It's not a cool thing. No. Like, I'm a Taurus. I can say I'm a Taurus, yeah. and people are like, "Oh, oh you really okay, like yeah. uh, firm? You're like yeah. hard to like like get people to change your perspective." Like, Absolutely, <laughs> and I'll never agree with anybody saying yeah. anything else about it. But yeah. like, yeah, I'm a Cancer. Oh, what's oh, that? And yeah. then I'm gonna forget because I'm just thinking in my mind, Cancer. Cancer. Mm. Mm. What is a Cancer? I don't really know. Um, like, it doesn't fill a spot in my mind. We're really, really emotional. Mm-hmm. A lot of Cancers are ENFJs. Um, super emotional, like kind of grumpy. Mm-hmm. Like, really likes to be home. Um, like, really protective of our our soft, squishy inner really bits right um, which is totally real Mm -hmm. Um, so really like outwardly like kind of lash out if like our emotions are kind of on the line yeah kind of more like my my defense gets becomes offense yeah yeah um but i was reading someone posted like it's like oh yeah like your zodiac and how you're gonna be in the i don't even want to say trump presidency i don't Mm. even like want to say that yeah it's yeah, Cheeto, okay. Cheeto, Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was like, how how are you going to be doing that? And mine was like, oh, you're just going to like hold all the space. You're going to have all the feelings. I'm going to have all the feelings. And I feel like it has been really like feeling overload. Yeah. So much. And yeah, yeah. I think uh, we've just had a bazillion people coming through our house like the whole, like, the whole month, mm-hmm. um, which has been great. Um, and as an introvert, it's kind of different but it feels really good it's kind of like a drug yeah 
I think is an INFJ. It's like a drug to like deeply just like engage into community that you know like sucks everything out of you yeah. and you're like there now I can't feel feelings anymore. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so drugs. True. It's just totally it's drugs. So true. Yeah. You're just like I'm just going to overwhelm myself yeah. with this. I'm going to be flooded and then I'm going to be exhausted and I'll go to sleep. Yes, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Cuz as soon as everyone leaves, you do the dishes, yes. you tidy it up and you fall asleep so in bed. Real. That's completely yeah. what I do. Is Heather an, an introvert? Too? Oh yeah. 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 I, I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. He's an NFP. Mm. Yeah. He's like even more than me. He just right. kind of hides and He's so chill, but yeah. Um, Keith is pretty chill. He's real chill. He's full of secrets, though. Yeah. I, fo- I he's, believe that. He's got some real good nuggets. Yeah. He's really unassuming. People are like, oh, he's so chill. And then they're like, oh my God, Keith. No. Well, I think that, like, thinking about, like, him playing in, in cargo. Like, yeah. when he started doing that, I was like, don't you play cello? And this is, like, really dancey, <laughs> like, like, upbeat pop yeah, music. Yeah. And it's like, I love it. Like, I mean, I love cello, but, like... I love this music. Like, yeah. cargo is great. Are you are you playing? Yeah, we're playing together. Yeah. Yeah, we're playing together on January 3rd. That's Keith's birthday. Is it really? It is, but Keith's... You looked at the mic when you said that. <laughs> Dear world, give him presents. No, no. He'll be so embarrassed. <laughs> he would. He's so... Yeah. It's not Keith's birthday. We're just all going to show up at the concert. Like, no, it's just a gosh. regular concert. I'm going to give him a gift on stage. <laughs> I'm going to come up while they're playing. I'm going to give him a present. Oh, he's going to melt into the floor. That'll be perfect. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, having people, like, around has been good. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, um, really helps, like, with the roller coaster of emotions I've been having. So I haven't even, mm-hmm. like, maybe that's not good. But, like, checked in with my emotions. Because then, like, holidays hit and uh we had two really good friends fly out from norway and mm. they that's a totally different yeah. world different, and they were like country. yeah we yeah. have like a totally different response to like everything that's going on and yeah. so it was kind of it was like this joy infusion i was like oh my gosh these guys are here they're mm. not like living under this umbrella of like shit wash that the country is in right now right and it's and it's it's tough to like I want to stay engaged. I want yeah. to stay mad. Things yeah. like that. And at the same time, when, like, your family, like, as a kid, when your family, like, goes through some shit and you're like, the world shit, and then you hang out at your friend's house and you're like, and my you're friend's like, oh house my is gosh, the best. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Because they're not going through shit right now. Yeah. Or, you know, it's kind of it like... It was just like that. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, well, everything isn't totally fucked. Yeah. It's just... I'm really letting... Like, I'm I'm in the midst of it and I'm totally letting it in right now. Yeah. 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 And so that was like, and that was also like, what a roller coaster. It was like, everyone was freaking out. No one was eating. And then the Norwegians showed up and it was amazing. And now we're in full swing Advent time. And I was telling a friend the other night, she's like, are you okay? I was like, I don't know because I'm on the internet. I'm working with this. I'm like fighting with this person over this thing. Like keep on like having these shit discussions with everybody and I am baking Swedish goodies like <laughs> sending them out the door because it's Christmas that's like great. that's so good. just great. like yeah <laughs> my um my best friend had a key to my house and she uh sent me this picture she like made this wall wreath and mm-hmm. in the middle she took glitter washi tape and she just wrote fuck <laughs> and I was like so Christmas 2016. So I was like, Christmas let's just put some glitter on that shit and wrap it up. Like, yeah. it is, that's... It's been such a crazy year. I just heard Glenn Beck died today. Oh my God. The astronaut. What? Yeah, <laughs> I just heard that. I'm just going to keep on hitting you with shit. It's oh the anniversary gosh, and that no. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just feel like... 
like it's just know. it what well, doesn't stop. It started with one every one star person went out at the beginning of the year. David Bowie, yeah, that for me that destroyed me. I was like I was really fucked up for like three months about that, and I was so shocked because I never responded to a celebrity's death in that way. Mm-mm. But hey, oh, the release of that album, and then I was like. I'm so excited. And there was like three-day time window, like complete devastation. Exactly what happened with Leonard Cohen. <sighs> I know. It was crazy. Just... It's been crazy. And I think that, okay, so celebrity death, it's been like a strange thing for me to think about that idea of the celebrity death or the, the person who's like a huge role model or has influenced you a lot and for them, for them to, to fade away. Um, and to think about that in like the context of our own mortality and mm-hmm. to like think about like, well, what's that going to be like? When, when I go, is this like, like it's now the end of the year. Let's look at this time the next year. Who is still going to feel that same way? Who died in 2015 that really affected you? Who died in 2014 that really affected you? Like these are not, this is not great distances of history. No. But like it makes me be like kind of that idea of like, sure, we all mourn the loss of our heroes. But at the end of the day, like, that's not a thing that lasts a long time, that great morning. That's, like, for the people that you really care about, that you, like, if someone in your life that's, like, a family member or, like, a true friend, those are the weights that you carry on and on. And so that's made me kind of just be, like, yes, I understand that, but, like, in no way would I want to, like, compare, like, that death to, like, the death of somebody else. I don't know. It's been, like, an interesting thing I've been thinking about lately. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a fully formed thought. I think also just thinking about the depth of this person versus his persona. Right. And especially watching Lazarus, like, I was so messed it's up. It's living in a world without David Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I had all kinds of feelings. I brought it up in small group a lot. I was so morose. Are you in a small group? Yeah. Nice. I, I kind of lead a small group. Cool. I don't really lead. I make food and other people are structured. Is it like a religious small group? Yeah. Nice. It's like through Emmanuel. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, but we're we're doing um, Brene Brown's um, book right now. Cool. So we're all exploring uh, our vulnerability. Nice. So that's been what's it called? A trip. Um, Daring greedy. Cool. Yeah. Do you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's I great. think it's good. I think it's been yeah a total trip, especially. Has it been writing poorly? What? Is it daring greatly and writing poorly? No. Okay. Well, at least you've got that. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, um, it's been kind of a freak show, but it's also good to be in this weird vulnerability, kind of accountability book club Hmm. during post-election trauma. Right. You know, everyone's just kind of a puddle of feelings. Yeah. So that's been... That feels like it. I, I totally agree with that. That makes sense. It just got, like, suddenly... All of a sudden, like all of the heat went out of this room. So if There's you need a to, ghost. like, if, if there, surely, surely, this is an <laughs> old building. We haven't recorded in here, so I don't know if this happens regularly, but it could totally be a ghost in here. I right feel now. like, honestly, people. Okay, so if a building's over fifty years old, chances are someone died. In Probably there. someone's died. And people start telling me this because I think they know that I love that because it's creepy. Right. It's so creepy. And so I go to places now and random people are like, we know someone died here. I'm like, am I putting out that vibe <laughs> that I want to know that? Because I, I do, think you I do are. want to know it. I think you're definitely putting out the vibe. You're literally now putting out into the world on like an audible version of, <laughs> of like people can just hear that and say, oh, I know that now. I mean, yeah. it's like half an hour in now. So who's yeah. going to get to this point? No but one. still, <laughs> still, Keith, 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 he already knows this. Um, 
that's so funny. No, I definitely like. I grew. I I think that this is a big part of like who I am as an artist is like. I have a lot of fear. Like, I'm a very afraid person. Like, you get me... About your art or about anything? No, about, like, the dark. Like, ghosts. Things like that. Sorry. No, 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 no. no. this is great. I'm deeply, like... And not, like, a person who's, like... And I won't do the thing. Like, I'm scared of the dark. That doesn't mean I won't walk through the woods. But it means that I will experience, like, the most Just the waves of fear crashing through your body. Constantly, my mind is going, do I turn on the light? No, don't turn on the light. Keep it off. Okay, turn it on, but like do a sweep really fast. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. Point it at your face. And then I point at my face. And no. Oh, fuck. That was the worst thing I could have done. But like, so I'm experiencing these. I'm going camping. As soon as I'm like, all right, lay down in bed, the bear will eat you. Like, yes. this is the first thought I think. I am, I'm so ashamed to say, but I am really afraid every time I go to sleep in the woods. And I love sleeping outside. Right. But I literally feel like this may be my last. This is the last. This, this is, is the, the last. last and I have to just resign myself to it. And be like, oh, I'm just going to center myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just a secret little rock in the woods. No one knows I'm sleeping no, out here. No, no, no one's no, going to no, bug no. me. It's and fine. Like, for me, like, how I'm getting through <laughs> it is I'm trying to say to myself, like, it'd be better to th- to die in your sleep. Yes, like, just, like just, just fall asleep and then you'll be dead yes. when you die. And I'm like, that would be better. And then I'm like, but what if I could defend myself? No. You're not going to die, but just keep thinking that thought and then you'll go to sleep. Okay. I, one time I was backpacking alone in Zion. I was like 21, 22. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I went on this crazy road trip by myself. And it was before, I talk about this a lot, but I think it's true. Like the part of your brain that doesn't realize you're mortal yet. Mm. And I think it kicks in maybe 22, 23. Sure. And uh, I don't think I had that yet, but I was camping. and. Had you experienced like somebody else dying? By that point in your life? Yeah, I just didn't really, it didn't really sink in hmm. yet mm-hmm. in my own mind that, oh yeah, I, I'm That's going also to die. Me. I could, like, I could I'm also die one any of moment. those things. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely kicked in now. Like right. every day I walk down the street, I'm like, I could be dead. Oh yep. my God. Good. That's, um, a, that's how you keep it's, living. That's normal. Yeah. yeah. You should <laughs> it's think good. Those It's good. It's healthy. It's evolution. Yeah. But uh, I, I had taken an herbalist apprenticeship the year before, and so I was mm. really into like natural medicine, and I had been hiking all day in this canyon, and my limbs were really sore, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll just take a bunch of valerian root to, you know, like soothe my limbs with like a natural like mm. muscle relaxant, you know, like will help like against the cramping, and it'll help me sleep. Um, so like one out of a hundred people have totally reverse effects <laughs> when they take valerian, and they actually get really high. Uh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> yes. I was stripping so hard and I was imagining that like people were walking in and out of my tent. So I had a knife and a can of bear spray clutched to my <laughs> chest in either hand. And at one point in the night I was just sitting with my back against the tent wall, like facing the door, <laughs> expecting someone to come into the room. Oh my god. Did you did you know as it was happening, like this happens to one in every like hundred people? No. You I were legit just, you were just like Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what have I done? This was so stupid. Why was I camping here? I'm like, everyone in Utah knows I'm camping here. Like, in my mind at that moment, I was like, they all know. Like, they know where I'm at. They know. Right. They're going to come here right now. Mess me up. That's a bad trip. Yeah, it was messed up. So have you done it again since? No. No, that was and an I accident. And I contacted my not herbalist instructor, and she was like, yeah, that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. You like, learned a thing. That's good. I learned. Sometimes learning hurts. It does. Sometimes learning hurts. Um, yeah, I, that sounds like my nightmare. That really <laughs> sounds like the worst. I, so when I drove 
Um, I moved out to New York by myself, and I did, like, a two-week road trip where I went first down to California, and then nice. I went to, like, that um, Hallelujah Mountain, I think is what it's called. Yeah. It's that big structure. Where is that? It's, so it's, like, where is it? It's, like, a little bit south of Los Angeles, like, okay. maybe, like, a half an hour south, and then you just go straight east. It's near, like, the Salton Sea. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's, like... And I may be wrong on, like, how far south that is of Los Angeles, but I know it's near the Salton Sea because I didn't time it well, and it was getting dark, and I was just, like, I didn't have a GPS system. I was just, like, whenever I would get to a Starbucks, I would, like, pull up my laptop. Yes, was and, it back like, in the day? Yeah. I was map questing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I was literally I map questing. Oh, yeah. And I had a notebook, and I would write down the directions yes. <laughs> in my notebook, and if I got lost, I would just be fucked. Yeah. Like, I just, like, nah, you're fucked. Yeah. You're totally fucked. Yeah. You've got an atlas. You don't know how to use that. in the Southwest. It's like, oh I'm God. smart enough to know, like, get the map quest, but I'm dumb enough to not use <laughs> anything else but that, like, yeah. shit. Um, so, I got to Salton Sea, and I was like, I'll just camp here. And it was crazy so the Salton Sea is like this place where it used to be like a resort town um and then like pollution had like caused all of these like as rains to dump salt down from the mountains like into the lake and it polluted it with like salt deposits and so it's like literally to the point where like the waves have washed up and created like these ridges of salt that go Mm. around it and there's tons of like dead birds and fish that don't like decay because of all the salt preserves. That's disgusting. So there's just lots of like <laughs> rotting slash preserved animals all around it. And just it's brined like, creatures. Yes, brined creatures. <laughs> it's also very beautiful if you like really morose things, which yes, I was like, which that's I, gorgeous. Which I love. But it was like the middle of August and I'm sleeping next to this salty death. And like the hot wind is blowing through my tent, and I, I like I didn't plan to sleep there. Were you I'm alone? Like, yes, yeah. I'm alone. <laughs> but then like like an hour after, I'm like almost asleep. Like like an hour into the night, it's getting really. Late. Somebody else comes to the campsite I'm at, and like also like sets up, yeah. and I'm like, it's been dark for a long time. Yeah. Who is this person th- that's camping here? I shouldn't be camping here. No one should camp here. But, like, I loved it. I love it. It's so weird. Like, those are the memories that I'm like, yeah, those are, like, the spaces I enter into. I put myself in those spots, and I can write music. I can, like, engage in creative things. Like, I put myself into those fearful spots. I'll definitely, like, take walks where I know I'm going to be scared. And it feels like just, like, gasoline. Like, it's just pure, like, gasoline on the fire. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff you create, like, the stuff that I've seen you create in your studio is what stuff you snuck in there and you saw some stuff what'd you you see i don't know i saw charcoal things um i saw some (laughs) small figurines that i think you created maybe i don't know if you created the figurines yeah yeah okay that was a while ago yeah um but that was when i went and practiced in there (laughs) and then uh no but i've i've never seen like i tried to look before to see if i could find your stuff online oh my website's so sad there's like two drawings on it (laughs) i know that's when I... Because what you have on... Like, what I, you I have, have in your a, studio, because I just whole, got... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, like, flipping through okay. it. I'm just like, what is <laughs> out? I'm just, like, glancing around, and it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I I was doing a lot of oil painting mm-hmm. for a while, um, and a lot of figure work, um, mm-hmm. but I think I, tying into my whiteness... Um, didn't really have any narrative that felt authentic when it came to working with the figure Hmm. um so it just felt kind of odd and I was trying to approach the figure more as a landscape um 
so recently I've been doing mostly these cyanotypes, um, mm. which are influenced mm-hmm. by um, environmental factors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been taking um, like ice cubes and putting a bunch of ink into them and milk and making them really opaque and then watching them kind of melt over the surface of mm. this film negative. Um, which has been really interesting. And then I'll go back and I'll embroider or I'll um, like draw over the ink spill and just kind of put in the original shapes of it. So mm. just kind of watching the decay right. happening. Um, so really interested. I mean, it's pretty morbid, but yeah. just watching things kind of decay and fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the marks those leave behind. Mm. Um, yeah. No, I think that that's beautiful. I think that's really interesting. And, like, it totally makes... Like, have you been doing that recently? Is that, like, a newer it's process? It's been, like, the, maybe the last two years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then recently, yeah, a lot more. Um, it was really funny. I, so I've been terrible. I haven't been to my studio for, like, three months. Because we've been hiking. We've been mushroom sure. hunting. We've been out. Um, so, two days ago... Uh, since I worked downtown, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a nice sunny day. I'm going to take my Yupo paper out. I'm going to take, like, some watercolor pencils. And I went down, and it was super fucking cold. And my hand was just this little clot. I was like, I'll just draw it till my hand goes numb. And it was, like, 45 minutes. Yeah. So I'm doing this drawing, and I was really enjoying just, like, putting marks down and just, like, having this, like, experience. Like, I'm just doing this just for the sake of the practice. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I was like, this t- I don't even finish this. It's just an exercise. And then I had the thought, or maybe I'll take it back and work on it. And the moment I had that thought, the wind picked up and blew it into the ocean. No way! Yes. I was like, all right. Okay, you're not supposed to do exercise. that. Exercise, not supposed to do that. Not supposed to do that. All right, no, no pressure. I'll destroy it for yeah. you. Thank God for those great. things. You yeah, know. it was it was really. Who wants hilarious. to be able to sell their art anyways? No. Who wants to? <laughs> Who wants to put it on their website? Who wants to really? do that? Yeah. Oh, it was just an experience. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's been really interesting. Mm. But I don't, I don't know if the current mood or vibe has really affected my my creative practice in any way. Mm. Um, and I feel like a lot of that is just um, figuring out what my narrative is again, mm-hmm. more so. And especially like going back to like I'm one half of an interracial relationship right. and. I feel like my white narrative doesn't really need to be retold at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know where you sit. Yeah. You know what it means yeah. to you. And I'm not... So I think just refining my voice or how to utilize, like, my creative voice um, is something I've been exploring. So I'm taking kind of a, a back seat hmm. with that right now. Does that feel good? It does feel really good. Um, yeah. And I think really recently um just trying to expose myself more to black artists and black media in general and those narratives has felt really life-giving and really good Mm -hmm. um so i haven't been producing a lot really sometimes that's fine is there something that's been like hitting you like as you've been looking into like what are these other mediums let me be affected by them is there something that's hit you really strong lately um i don't know if it would necessarily like apply to me but just I think really, um, yeah, using, like, how I use my voice, like, in a space. Hmm. Um, And then, like, the kind of things I can be promoting. Um, So really just promoting, like, artists of color. Sure. And a lot of their work. Um, I had a friend that recently went to his show, 
Um, and he's, he's so beautiful. He's like the most beautiful person. He's a printmaker. And I went to go see his show at the Art Walk. And mm-hmm. um, he's just been doing like a lot of like black femme prints mm. um, of just women in his life. And mm. um, yeah, and so that's been just beautiful. So I don't know. I think I'm at a point where I'm just re- restructuring my view and just consuming a lot of alternative narratives. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, I think that that's, that's interesting in that, like, you said, like, the reason you're not producing things is, like, I don't need to retell or mm-hmm. reorganize my white narrative. And I think that that's great. I think that that's super good. And, like, understanding, like, the variety of perspectives and the variety of different ways of, of not saying, like, oh, I'm already in this relationship. I understand that perspective. But to say, like, I want to understand the different elements. I, I want to understand the artistic elements of this one individual, which is why I like the podcast, which is why I like yeah. talking with Marissa, because it's like, totally, I get where, where like, Black Lives Matter was coming from, especially, like, especially coming from when, when she was a part of that, or, or where these different, like, activist programs are from, coming from. I want to understand this person who is in the midst of these things, and I think that that's why the podcast has been really great, yeah. and, like, understanding, like, how is that affecting you? Where is that shaping around that? And that, like, that's really interesting to me. And I think that, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really interesting to just, like, engage in that and dig into it and, like, let that stuff affect you. Yeah, and I think especially right now, like, I think tying it back to the last month, there's just been a lot of reactionary without Mm -hmm. a lot of reflection. And I mean, I definitely have been doing that. I've just been sitting in my house absorbing people Mm -hmm. and, um, trying not to have feelings. You sure. Know? I mean, but there's yeah. been some good reactions. I mean, Heather and Julie did that dance that thing that you went to. That was so good. Yeah? Yes. Cool. It was so good. And I have such a crush on their wife. She's, she's just the coolest. This is a fact. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. a she's a big deal. I know she's um she's doing she's been doing this zine that she's been working on for a couple of years and she's what? put out um she's made it like a couple copies of it and it's like finished. It's just kind of the like how do I put it out? What do I want to do with it? I think it's one of those tough things, you know, that like we've been around a lot of artists that have done a really good job monetizing the things that they create or putting their things in like kind of a, this is how you consume my medium. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that she is one of those people who's like a beautiful creator, but has never been like a, a marketer. And I don't, I'm glad for that. You know, I'm yeah. very thankful yeah. for that. I, I, it makes it so that I get to like have it, you know, <laughs> and I'm selfish with that. Yeah. But I also like hope to see her share that in, in different ways. Um, so I think she, she recently like bought the supplies to make some more of the zines. Oh, and I'm amazing. very excited by it. Yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. Like being in a marriage with another creative person. I mean, right now Keith's on tour. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think that that's, that's so great. It feeds me a lot when Heather is really engaging in what she's doing. I think that even though you're, like, in a place where Keith's not around, I'm sure, like, I mean, I don't know. Oh, it's I'm super, not sure. it's yeah. super inspiring. Yeah. And he, I mean, we have really different personalities, I think, when it comes to working on our, on our creativity. And he, man, I, I don't have, like, the stamina to keep up with that guy. He's, mm-hmm. like... He can put in the hours. I'm like, I don't know. This was rough. This was an emotional tolling experience in the studio. I'm out. It's been 15 minutes. Sure. And he's just like, I was in there for like six hours, just blasting away. And Dude. yeah. Um, but no, I'm super impressed by him. And he, 
I don't even know the stuff he's coming up with. Like, he does, so I don't know if you've ever seen, have you ever seen Keith play before? He does, like, um... I mean, I've heard him play, like, through the wall. Yeah, Like, yeah. When, we were, when we were sharing spaces. Yeah. Like, I've heard him play in that way. He's, um, he's great. He does, like, a, he does a lot of loop cello mm-hmm. compositions, and they're stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy that part, too, is I'm like, oh, yeah, I live with this person, I hear him practice, you know, like, I experience all of that, but there's like 85% of that that I have no idea about. Sure. And that's super inspiring for me. How like, long have you guys been married? Uh, a little over two years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, I mean, and that's exactly when you said like that you started that style of, of yeah. artwork that you've been doing. Yeah. Do you feel like that's correlated and like this is happening simultaneously and affected by one another? Or is it just <laughs> like, is this just happenstance? I think um, I definitely went through a huge phase around the time I met Keith. I moved back from Norway um, mm-hmm. and kind of went through this totally like life-changing period moving to Colorado um, and just, yeah, I grew up in Bellingham. It was like a really white space. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's Bellingham. This is correct. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, I think um, when Keith and I got together, there was a lot of reaction around it. Hmm. Um like people were surprised. Like, like people were pretty inter- negative about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that was. I mean, there was some some positive, but I think it's definitely been a theme in our relationship. Um, it was a theme around the time we were getting married. Um, so I think there was a lot of stuff to work through with that. Like especially on my end, because it was a surprise to me as a sure. white person. And um, yeah, so it's surprising what will happen. Right, because when you marry when someone you of a different that, race, you, you, you <laughs> get to experience their experience of racism. Yes. You get to be like, to oh. To an extent. Yeah, to yeah. an extent. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but, like, you, you're in a place where, like, now it's, like, that's not something that, like, is expressed and then suddenly, like, oh, I just won't say it around you. It's, like, that's directed at me yeah. or directed through me. Yeah. Yeah, and That's there's crazy. been a lot of people have had to cut ties with. I mean, and it really, mm-hmm. and which did feel good. It really did feel like I'm married to this person, and sure. you are my person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. But I think um, I don't know. My I think I've always been kind of morose and mm-hmm. like interested in that. Um, Keith's super not that way. Mm-hmm. He's pretty. He's a He's a jolly soul. Yeah. He's quite a jolly soul. He's quite guy. lovely to be around. Yeah. <laughs> um, and really positive and just really upbeat. Um, and I'm definitely the, the darker. You're the one who's taking accidental moody. drugs in Zion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I have a, yeah, I like, I like that stuff a yeah. lot. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you've influenced him in that way? Mm, I think we definitely play off each other. Um, yeah, I think maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he likes it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, obviously, like, he's cool with it. Sure. I mean, we see the form, you know, we're, we're attracted to the form. Yeah, we're attracted yeah. to, some, to what's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's a big, he's really a positive reinforcer of everything that I express both creatively and just kind of where I'm at as a person mm-hmm. right now as a 27-year-old person mm-hmm. figuring out my voice. So, yeah, yeah no. Um, but I think... Yeah, I don't know how much... I think he's rubbed off on me quite a bit, too. Hmm. Yeah, but... I don't know. Keith's an enigma. He has he has it all. He's full of mysteries. Yeah. I probably... He probably has picked up on some of my morose 
tendencies so that I mean, way. I really feel like that's me. such a, I mean, obviously <laughs> you haven't been married that long. I haven't been married that long, but I think that that's just such a, like a true statement to just like, I see people, I see marriages where people like to talk about understanding each other and like fully getting each other. I'm like, that sounds so fucking boring. <laughs> like Heather is confusing to me and I am constantly like, it's attractive. it's attractive it's attractive it's so attractive and like there's these art pieces and these creative things that heather does that i'm like this is beyond me it's outside of what i can fully engage with and understand and as much as that is both like a disappointment for me you know sometimes i'm like oh, i wish i could engage in this better and i'm sure that she's like i wish you could fully engage with this like i love that it's like a i'm drawn to it i'm seeking yeah. it out i'm like I'm sure that, that that's happening with you guys. Oh, too. definitely. Yeah. yeah. I feel like also every time Keith plays a cello, people are like, oh my God, he plays a cello. Yeah, that's what they that, say. And I'm like, yeah, he does. They're like, are you, are you tired of that? I was like, absolutely not. No. I love it so much. Yeah. It's so attractive to me. It's, it's my, great. Yeah, it's, it's my spirit instrument. And I don't play my spirit <laughs> yeah. instrument, but I like, like, yeah. We had Ellen Kilka, who's I in love our, her. Her. Yeah. And She's she was, so yeah, she was in the band for a bit. And like, that was so wonderful just like being around her having her play um like when she was like tuning or when she was like practicing and get like ch- sound checking I was like that's just my favorite part <laughs> it's like just the cello yeah just that going on dude that's cool I think you you were talking about like as you're finding your voice in this 27 year old person like where do you with your voice specifically in your art with the things that you're making where do you think like that I know that it's kind of a time of rest. Do you feel like it's headed somewhere? Do you feel like it's pulling you in a direction? I think so. I think, like, my work has gotten more... Oh, it is definitely snowing. I'm sorry. Is it snowing? Know. It is. <gasps> it's coming in sideways. Unless that's, that's magic. crazy rain and the light, but... No, I think that's snow. Oh, oh that's totally snow. Oh, I love it. That's I wonderful. It so that's the best, uh, right? That's why it got cold in here, but... Yep. Just well, maybe it's snowing because of the ghost. Yeah. We've got future ghosts listening in on this. Future ghost. And then we've got present ghosts. That's future great. Future ghosts. That's so That's who the listeners are. The future ghosts. I love you. it so much. Well, they don't um, exist yet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think um, I think my art has gotten a lot more emotive. I think especially the, more, the older I get, um, I think the more I understand myself, obviously. And um, I don't know. I feel like young artists are hard because I'm like, what do you have to say? Sure. Like, you haven't been around that long. Like, mm-hmm. what are you gonna, t- <laughs> what are you gonna talk about? Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping I have it figured out. Like in the next twenty years, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I think, definitely more emotive. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. At this point. I mean, it's it's, it's funny because like I've been having this conversation a lot with people on the podcast of like the what is, not and I. I've talked about this with everybody. I've talked about this with myself. And it sounds like a harsh question. Is the, like, what's the point of your art? Yeah, But, like, exactly. I really think that, that is that's the a, question. It is the question. Forever. Of, yeah, forever. Like, why, why do this? And, like, I think that that's a question we should be asking. Um, is, like, what does this mean in the world? Who is this valuable to? And what is the value of it? Like, what is this creating for anyone? Even if it's just for me. Even if it's just for, like, the experience. Like... Do you yeah. feel like that's something that like? Oh, definitely. I think getting into you right now. I think so. I think um, especially with my cyanotypes. I think. I mean, there's a lot of just this is aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. so much to right. me. But I think 
it really is helping um, me work through feelings of loss in a way. Um, mm. I think a lot of, especially just watching my pieces as they form. So to give you an idea, I have like a film negative and then mm -hmm. I have a plate of glass I put over it. And then I, when it's a hot day, so I haven't been obviously doing it. It's right, snowing it's right now. It's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then setting out these dark cubes of ice and then just watching them disappear and like watching like the shapes they take on and like mm. the paths they take and they just kind of run all over the the whole plane mm -hmm. and um I think it's just interesting just to watch something like that happen and watch like the process of like losing something and then like trying to hold on to that in a way like it just leaves like this like ghost path so like the because the light that's going through it's very, the water very, is different. very dim. Um, mm. So instead of having a really stark white image, you have just these little tracy mm. lines of white running through the blue. Um, which just, they look really kind of sad to me. Um, mm. And I think a lot about, you know, like, oh, uh, I used to live up in the Norwegian Sea and they haven't had snow there this year. Mm. And, you know, our climate's changing and, mm. you know, that stuff is disappearing and I, I had a really, when I started doing these sanotypes, I was having a total freak out about global warming. My professor was like really on about it. I was like riding my bike, like down the Burke Gilman, it was like 85 degrees and like super early beginning of summer. And he's like, yeah, you know, this isn't normal. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it's so sad. Like, I love this sunny day, and it isn't normal, and yeah, it's not like, okay. This and joy I'm experiencing yeah, is a symptom false. Of, of, like, of sickness. <laughs> yes. Like, this is a fever dream. Yes, yeah. yes. And, it, and that was, like, that really, like, messed me up so hard. And I was thinking about that, like, when I started doing these ice cubes, because it, so, it was hot enough to melt them really quick. Hmm. Um, and I think I was just having a response to like, I feel like there's a loss. And I went hiking that summer up um, near Mount Baker. And I remember looking at the mountain and just crying. Cause I'm like, the mountain's so melted. It looks awful. And it was like smoggy from yeah. the fires. And I was like, Ugh. I feel like I've lost something. Like this is not the mountain I grew up with. This is not like, mm. and I met this old hiker dude at the base of Shuxton. And he was like, oh yeah. Like, look at that glacier. It's totally like, fallen to pieces I've been out here since like 1970 mm -hmm. blah 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 and look it's like totally gone now and I was like I can't even imagine being a 65 year old dude in the mountains watching mm. all of this change it's so yeah sad to me right um just that the world is changing in ways that are terrifying as you're letting this artistic process happen where the ice is melting are you sitting presently watching the I entire am. process um, it's really convenient. We have a really great porch um, mm. that faces west. So, yeah, mm. I make myself a cocktail, go out there, <laughs> watch this ice cube, like, run over the porch. And also, I have to babysit it because it is full of ink. And if it runs off the plane, then I have, like, this big ink splotch right. on our rented Right, but it, it demands <laughs> that you witness yeah. its death. It yeah. demands that you witness, like, the decay of this and how, and as it leaves its trace. Like, yeah. you have to bear witness to that. <laughs> and I think, like, I don't know if this is true for you, going back to, like, oh, like, the empathy overdrive of being an INFJ. When I was a kid, everything was, like, like, watching a bubble pop was, mm. like, so tragic. Or, like, the last light, you mm. know, of the sun going down. I'm like, this day will never be again. Right. It's over now. Definitely. You know, that feeling. Mm -hmm. and just like, I remember being <laughs> out in the woods and, like, like if something like a branch broke off or something mm -hmm. like, you know, I grew up like out in the woods where like my, my animals would like 
kill other animals and yeah. I would try to save the animals and I would zero times <laughs> succeed. Like I never saved anything. I just elongated it slow. Witnessing pain. it. But like so awful. those like things of just being like, wow, that is dead and it's gone. And then we buried it. And then I secretly went and dug up the bones so I oh, could like so look at them. Up. It's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was like times I would like, like our, our cat or our dog would like yeah. kill a mouse. And like there was this stump near our house where I would like be like, okay. Did the you stump... make a little ring around it? No, there was this stump that had like a little hollow spot and oh, I would okay. put them in there. And then like later you would go and you would look where it was. And like sometimes it'd be gone because another animal would have found come and, and found it. Or like sometimes it would just like totally decay into the stump and there would just be like these bones of this animal left. It was really interesting. It sounds like some druid shit, right? It was there. great. It was real wonderful. <laughs> awesome. It was good. I mean, I preferred the live animals. Yeah. But still, it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. That just, I have to just bear witness to this. Mm-hmm. Like that's definitely part of it. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's a great voice. Like a voice that is a presence. I am you know, at, like, who will be there to, to mourn this death? Who will be there to be present for this experience as this is happening mm. and not blink, you know? <sighs> so intense. I think that's, I think, I, I feel like that completely encapsulates, like, how I feel about this day and age and how I feel about this, like, time of life right now. Uh, it's taxing. It's so taxing. Are you taking care of yourself? I'm going to therapy. Age? Yeah. That's so good. I am. Ta- yes. um, I re- this is coming up a lot on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> one, Debbie Miller, who I told you about before we started yeah. recording, she um, also has done some like uh, holistic naturopathy, pathy, like um, school. It has better terminology than that, but she it's told me which. Naturopathy, which means it's not just patchy. Right, herbs right. To it's, fix, it's also. Which it's also is, can be done. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't that. Uh, but she t- started telling me, like, what vitamins I need to take. Um, yeah, things like that. I'm learning. I went for a run the other day. I'm not a good runner. Was it in the rain? It was not. Oh. It was actually, like, one of those days where it was not totally not snowing like it is out right now. Although it may have already stopped. Oh, that may have sad. been oh. Well, shit. <laughs> well, I think that's our sign that, like, we did it. We did it. Did you have any other stuff you wanted to talk about? Mm. I mean, we can keep hanging out. No. no. This was fun. This was this great. This was great. It was cool. This is the most we've hung out. We've hung out like 10 seconds I before. know. I've been, I've been meaning to have you guys over for drinks. That's okay. Because we like you guys a lot. Cool. Invite us over. Yeah, we will. Okay. Cheers. Cheers.